Welcome to Haunter Escapes with Chris and Diane. This podcast will talk about strange and mysterious stories from around the world. Some will be about places we've been and experienced for ourselves. As well as things we've learned and read about, including hauntings, folklore, and cryptids. Join Join us on our Haunted Haunted Escapes. Escapes. Welcome back to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane. Hello. This is our first episode for the year 2024. We would have hoped to have put one of these out last week. However, we were both sick with the flu. We're still getting over it. Please bear with us if you hear any kind of coughing or whatnot. It's because we are still trying to get over flu yes we're trying to get over we're gonna trying to manage flu and cough and flu season so our last episode was where we did a collaboration with the people from ouch was that a ghost and that one we we did a story about Krampus as well as Denise and now for that got us thinking that maybe we would do some more folklore and some cryptid type stuff in the new year so we're still going to be doing our main thing which is the ghost stories but we also want to try to expand it a little bit. So we're going to be doing we're going to be doing stories about more folklore and cryptids as well as we're going to be doing more episodes on the haunted who's and we're going to be seeing if we could get some more interviews with people. Yeah, we want to try to expand the type of content. Uh, so hopefully we're also going to try to get posts more like more frequently than what we were doing. But it's been a rough couple months. So hopefully with a new year, we'll be able to have more content. Everybody who listens will continue listening to us. And also, hopefully we'll maybe do some more collaborations with some other people uh-huh. so it's gonna be a uh, should be a good exciting new year for everything we're doing here and as example today for our first story instead of doing a ghost story of somewhere we've been like we usually do uh, we decided to instead do a episode on a crypt and not just any cryptid we're going to feature stories about the jersey devil yes um so we've both grown up here our whole life and one of the most famous cryptids known around these parts is the jersey devil and the jersey devil is one of those one of those cryptids where you hear from a very young age when you're in school and there's and you go down the shore and you visit the jersey shore for the summer or what have you you hear about the pine barrens and you also hear the one of the first stories you hear is about the jersey devil yeah he it's kind of a staple for this area and legends of this thing go back to uh, the 1700s so you know whether or not it's all real who's to say but the stories are pretty cool, and there are a lot of people that swear that they've come into contact with it. So that's up to, ultimately, the listener to decide if you believe the stories and if you think it's real or not. But we're going to explain some of the background of it, how it came into existence, and then we'll go from there, adding how people who say they've seen it, things like that. So thanks for joining us, and we're going to uh, we're gonna start. So Diane's going to be reading most of this one. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned and have a listen. The most famous story of how the Jersey Devil came into existence is from Mother Leeds. 
1735, she was pregnant with her 13th child. This was going to be a strain upon the family, as they were not rich by any means. And Mr. Leeds was an alcoholic and not a very good provider. And this is, that's the story that I've heard since I was little. Yeah, this... That it was Mother Leeds, and she was pregnant again, cursed the baby to be a devil. Yeah, I think this is the most, uh, most, like, known version of the, of the... This story... Yeah, the beginning of the Dirty Devil, because I'm pretty sure this is the one that most people hear. So after she learned she was pregnant, uh, Mother Leeds, in a frantic cry of desperation, exclaimed, Let this one be a devil. The story continues that a few months later, the child arrived and at first appeared to be a normal, healthy child. Within minutes, however, it began to change. It was said to have sprouted a tail, wings, and hooves, and attacked Mother Leeds, killing her. It then attacked midwives in the adjacent room and slaughtered them as well, and after giving a screech, flew up the chimney and into the adjacent swamp. That's the story that I've always heard, too, was that I didn't hear that the baby attacked people, but I always heard it flew up the chimney and was gone. Yeah, that's the version I've heard, too. I've heard that after she has the child and it comes out, it just, like, takes off and flies up the chimney and escapes. Well, uh, upon doing my research, I found that there's two other stories that I haven't heard anything about. I'll see if you ever heard of these. It says that another story says that a town put a curse on a young girl who fell in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War. When she gave birth, it was to the Jersey Devil. Another story says a gypsy cursed a girl because... Cause she didn't give the gypsy food. The curse caused her to give birth to the Jersey Devil. Have you ever heard of those stories? Um, the one with the British soldier, that sounds familiar, but I don't know if it was about the Jersey Devil if it, or if it might have been a different type of, like, folklore. But there, I, there is something about that that seems familiar. But again, the okay. main one that I know of is the thing with Mrs. Leeds and yeah. the child that escapes up the chimney. That's the one that I mainly have heard told. Uh, the birthplace of the Jersey Devil is said to be in Leeds Point, New Jersey. Not much is left of the Leeds homestead except for part of the foundation and part of the chimney that the devil is said to have escaped out of the night of its birth. It is known as the Leeds Devil to locals around the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, where it is said to reside. The Pine Barrens is a large rural area spanning over seven counties in Jersey. It is largely uninhabited due to the sandy soil being unable to bear crops. Yeah, I know that the Pine Barrens, going from where we live, going down to, like, the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. there was always the main roads you could take, which would be on I-95 and the expressway, but then my dad would always go through those back roads, and the back yeah. roads they take you through are the, the Pine Barrens, and yeah. when you're driving down there at nighttime or when it's, it's dark, it, it's very eerie, because there's like no lights, it's just the trees on both sides, mm-hmm. and there was one time we were driving down there in the winter time, and there was a snowstorm that had blown in, and I remember it was so hard to see. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad had to, we were like driving in the middle of, it's a two-lane highway. Mm. We were driving in the middle of the lane, and so was all the other cars around us, and then when you saw headlights coming, people would just move over long enough for the car to get by, and then you would pull back into the middle because it was so hard to see. It's so dark. There are, like, no lights. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's very eerie. It's very creepy. I know there's a lot of these ghost hunting shows that have gone there. Yeah. And they've gone looking for it and stuff like that, and it's definitely a very eerie part of this area. Yeah, I know... Um. 
Especially when I was younger, uh, when I was younger, my grandmother had a house, a shore house down in Town Bank, New Jersey, and uh, we would, you know, hear about the Pine Barrens, and oh, we want to go to the Pine Barrens and walk around and stuff, and my dad would say, would talk about uh, people called the Pineys, and the Pineys were, from what I remember, he said that, that they were a group of like an inbred family and they turned cannibalistic and like that, the hills have eyes yes and that was one of the stories that i remember my dad telling us that because we would always say we want to go to the pine barrens and i look for the jersey devil and all that stuff and he would say you don't want to go to the pine barrens at night because of the pines yeah that sounds like something that a parent would tell you to get you from wanting to go wander around the woods at night because it, it's just all woods you could probably get lost within minutes especially if you don't have the right type of training and stuff yeah mm-hmm. you, you would get lost and i have a little bit of research on um on the piney uh for many years outsiders called residents of the pine barrens pineys which was certainly not meant to be a compliment. People here were held to be slow and somewhat inbred, a view largely attributed to a now-discredited study into a poor backwoods family called the Calicacs, who are labeled as genetically inferior. Subsequently, the whole study has been shown to be a misrepresentation, and these days, Pineys have reclaimed the name for themselves as one they are proud to identify with. The Pine Barrens are popular as a destination for a weekend getaway and day trippers who enjoy getting outdoors to experience a pristine environment. For the adventuresome, there are a wide variety of canoeing, kayaking, hiking, fishing, cycling, hunting, horseback riding, and camping activities. Now, I'm sure that my dad is going to disagree with that, and he's going to stick to his gun that the Pineys are real. Yeah, I could see your dad doing that. (laughs) I think one of our episodes, I did a story, I told a story about my cousin, uh, my dad and my aunt and my mom and my sister and my cousin, and they were in, uh, where they saw the the ghost pull down the shade. Uh It wasn't there. It was in one of the other episodes, but... That was in the Pine Barrens. That place was in the Pine Barrens. It was like in a little camp where they could go canoeing and everything. They were going to go canoeing and then they wanted to go for a picnic on like this little island out in the middle of this little lake. Mm -hmm. And they had told them that they had to make sure that if they did, they had to put the... My sister was a baby and so was my cousin. They were just... They had to put them in their vests, light vests. Mm-hmm. But they weren't not to tie them off to the benches because apparently, like the the year before, uh, my mom and my dad and my aunt and uncle went down there. Somebody had done that with their kid, mm-hmm. and the baby was like three, and they tied him off to it, and the canoe capsized, and the baby drowned. Oh Jesus! But that's another one where it's that it, basically it's got all kinds of weird stories about it it's not just the jersey devil there's also supposedly hauntings and things like that around there but this uh the jersey devil is the most known thing getting back to uh the jersey devil the appearance the appearance of it is a little crazy um he's said to have the head of a horse long legs with hooves two short front legs and a bat's wings so it's kind of like bipedal and kind of kind of reminded me of like like a deformed kangaroo kind of 
Yeah, when you look at photos, you can look up photos of it online, like drawings. And that's kind of what the drawings look like. It it does kind of look like a weird, deformed kangaroo or goat or something. Yeah. Um, no one knows how tall it is. Some people think it's around six feet tall. Other thinks it's around three or three feet. Three or four feet tall. That's the one that I've heard mainly. I've heard that it's not that tall. That it's only like three or four feet tall. Okay. The devil has glowing red eyes and makes loud screeching sounds. It's very ugly and people are terrified after seeing it. During the day, the devil lives in the wetlands. At night, it comes out to scare anyone it meets. Countless stories have circulated describing the devil's escapades, raiding chicken coops and farms, destroying crops and killing animals. His presence has been seen and felt by many in at least 50 different towns when he emerges from his natural lair in the Pinelands and wanders throughout southern New Jersey, sometimes intriguing and sometimes terrorizing the residents. Posses were constantly formed to apprehend the devil, but to no avail, and at one point, as much as $100,000 was offered for the capture of the Jersey Devil, dead or alive. Several reports of the Jersey Devil's death also proved to be inconclusive, and even the scientific community could not explain its existence. So to this day, reports of seeing the Jersey Devil are reported uh, only in the Pine Barrens, but in all of New Jersey. They report seeing odd hoof prints, loud screeches at night, and some catch a glimpse of it. Now, when I read this, I remembered... I told you this a while ago. I wasn't living, we weren't in Jersey at the time. I was little. I was like, I don't know, maybe eight or nine. And it had snowed in our house. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. And I was in our backyard and I saw hoof prints. It looked like the hoof prints of maybe like a deer or like a goat or something, something little. And I remember I showed my dad and he was like, don't worry about it. Don't look at that. I'm sure he's not going to remember when I talk to him about it now. But I remember that and that made me think of that. I'm like, well, maybe the Jersey Devil came up to Pennsylvania for a little bit. Yeah, gets around. <laughs> now, encounters with the Jersey Devil go back to all the way to the 1800s. And one of the famous ones is with Joseph Bonaparte, who was Napoleon's older brother. He said he claimed he saw the Jersey Devil while hunting near his Bordentown estate. Sightings occurred and the legend grew, fueled by animal attacks, strange footprints, and reports filled by eyewitnesses who supposedly encountered the beast. One of the most recent sightings occurred in Galloway Township in October of 2015. Little Egg Harbor resident David Black said he was driving along Route 9 near a golf course when he saw what he thought was a llama walking in and out of the tree line on the side of the road. Suddenly, the creature spread its wings and flew away. He captured the beast's image with his cell phone, and the photo went viral. And I'm going to pull up the photo for you. You have to see this. I think I showed it to you. This is it. Oh, yeah. That looks like it's, uh, Come on, that looks fake as all. <laughs> we'll put it on uh, the YouTube. When we do this version on the YouTube like our YouTube video of it. Yeah. We'll make sure we put this photo on there. But that looks fake. Come on. Yeah, you can also Google the David Black Jersey Devil photo. It really looks like a goat with wings. Yeah, yeah. It just happens to be like standing <laughs> on a tree. <laughs> okay. So from tourism to folklore to sightings to a hockey team branding the name, 
The Jersey Devil is one of the infamous cryptids on the East Coast. When you're camping this summer out in the Pine Barrens and you hear a screeching in the middle of the night, will you pass it off as an owl or a bat? Just maybe it's the Jersey Devil keeping a wary eye on you in the place it calls home. So what do you think? You think he's true or you think he's made up? I think that maybe when this whole legend started, there might have been like an animal that was brought over from overseas or something, mm-hmm. and it was illegally, and it got out, and people didn't really know what it was, because you're talking the 1700s, they wouldn't have really known a lot of that stuff. And then the leads, they might have just been people who were, they were poor, they weren't known, even if they're, even if it was a real person. But, you know, things happen where people can be very, very mean and nasty, and they can start rumors about things. Yeah. But I do not think that the Jersey Devil is an actual real creature. Uh, it's a it's a folklore, it's a legend, it's something that you talk about in your campfires when you're out at night in the summertime. But no, I, I don't think that there is a half goat kangaroo bat creature that's wandering around over in Jersey. Who knows, maybe I'm wrong, but I You didn't not... fly up the chimney and escape? Yeah, I don't think so. Like I said, it's most likely because all these folklore, they have some kind of a basis in, like, historical reality. Mm -hmm. So it was most likely a strange animal Mm -hmm. or maybe an animal that was born deformed and a few people saw it. And then, you know, it's like the whisper down the lane. One thing turns to another, turns to another, and next thing you know, it's this giant story but they're saying the baby transformed yeah. from being a healthy little boy to a monstrous being. Now, maybe the baby was born with a deformity or something, and back then they didn't know enough I mean, to... That could be it, too. Yeah, that, that could be it, too. It could have been... Oh, uh, the baby could have been born with some kind of an, uh, a, an abnormal something or another. I mean, look at the stories of wolf, like wolfmen, werewolves. Mm-hmm. There's an actual disease where people will be born with hair all over their bodies. Yeah. And the canines will appear sharper than normal, and it's a real thing. So there is probably some kind of, like, some kind of story or legend that where it, something probably happened years and years ago, and it's just developed into mm. this big story now and i mean it, it's a big deal over there they got you can buy all kinds of merchandise with yeah. it so i mean it, it's one of those types of things but i mean is it real i don't think so maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe it is but i i highly doubt it <laughs> all right what do you think uh i don't know if i'm out there in the the middle of the pine barrens and it's completely dark and i hear a screeching noise my mind's immediately gonna think oh well that's the jersey devil it's gonna eat me well yeah because it's it's ingrained in folklore yeah the folklore of the region so that's what you're going to think when you see it or you well see yeah see it when you hear it it's probably an owl or something a screech owl or a bat but yeah immediately when you're in a situation like that where it's a area that you don't know anything of it's dark and you hear something immediately your mind's going to jump to conclusions and you're going to be like oh god what if that's the creature but i i doubt that the jersey devil is real if i see one i'll make sure that i get a picture of it and i'll let everyone know okay it was a, a short one this week yeah, not long. Like I said, we're trying to get over these colds, which I'm sure you heard Diane coughing a little bit. 
Yeah, I'll try to edit that out. We're, uh, hopefully we'll be better soon. I'm gonna try to update, I'll put stuff on here a lot, uh, more frequent than we were doing last year. Yeah, we gotta get into a schedule. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to our little story on the Jersey Devil. If you have, if you have any, any of the listeners who are in this area have ever thought they've heard the Jersey Devil or they've seen the Jersey Devil mm-hmm. or experienced anything with the Jersey Devil, by all means, give us a, uh, send us a comment so we can hear about it. We, I would love to hear, hear any kind of stories about this. Good. Thank you guys. Thanks for a great year last year and we look forward to an even better year this year. We hope everyone had a great... So, again, thank everybody for yeah listening to us last year. Greatly appreciate it. We hope to bring some more stuff soon. And uh, as always, thank you for joining us on our Haunted Escapes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.